Open the eyes of our hearts, Lord, that we may see the wonders of your word. Amen. Today we are going to see 2 Kings chapter 22, where we see the reign of Josiah, the king of Judah. In verses 1 and 2, we read a brief about Josiah. Josiah was 8 years old when he became king. As we saw in the last chapter, he came to power by the people when his own servants killed his father, King Ammon. And it says, He reigned 31 years in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Jedidah. And he did what was right in the sight of the Lord, and walked in all the ways of his father, David. He did not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. What a great compliment that is. But then his father Ammon's name is missing because as we saw in the previous chapter, his reign amounted to nothing because he was an evil king. And also he did not repent even though the Lord sent him a whole lot of prophets. The most significant thing about King Josiah is that he was the product of a prophecy. The prophecy which was foretold of him almost 360 years ago by a nameless prophet in 1 Kings chapter 13 when the evil king Jeroboam stood by the altar that he had made to burn incense. So this nameless prophet was sent by the Lord to bring the word of the Lord to Jeroboam and all of his people. And thus the prophecy of the nameless prophet was fulfilled after almost 360 years. The nameless prophet says in verse 2, O altar, altar, thus says the Lord, Behold a child, Josiah by name, shall be born to the house of David, and on you he shall sacrifice the priests of the high places, who burn incense on you, and men's bones shall be burned on you. Coming back, we read in verse 3, Now it came to pass in the eighteenth year of King Josiah, that the king sent Shaphan the scribe, the son of Hazaliah, to the house of the Lord, saying, Go up to Hilkiah the high priest that he may count the money which has been brought into the house of the Lord, and let them deliver into the hand of those doing the work who are the overseers in the house of the Lord. Let them give it to the house who are in the house of the Lord doing the work to repair the damages of the house, and to buy timber and hewn stone to repair the house. So Josiah was asking the men to repair the house of the Lord. As we saw earlier, whenever a king tries to repair the house of the Lord, a spiritual awakening takes place. And so here too is the same. Second Chronicles chapter 34 gives some further insights about him. In verse 3 it says, In the eighth year of his reign, while he was still young, he began to seek the God of his father David. So you see, this gives us a great insight that even a child of 8 years old can dedicate his or her life to the Lord and seek to do his will. The beautiful thing about the Bible is that even a 6 year old or a 60 year old reading it for the first time can discover God on his or her own terms and come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ by the help of the Holy Spirit. In his 12th year, he began to purge Judah and Jerusalem of high places, Asherah poles and idols. So you see a dedication happening in his 12th year. He tore down the altars of Baals and Asherah and then burned the bones of the priests on the altars. So he purged Judah and Jerusalem of idolatry. And then coming back to 2 Kings chapter 22, we see here in the 18th year of King Josiah, he looks towards the holy place of the Lord, the temple of the Lord and wants to repair it because of the damages done to it. Verse 8 we read, Then Hilkiah the high priest said to Shaphan the scribe, I have found the book of the law in the house of the Lord. Not just any book, but you see, an additional information is given in 2 Chronicles chapter 34, verse 14. Hilkiah the priest found the book of the law of the Lord that had been given through Moses. 
So you see in those days the books were made entirely by copy of hand. Each one has to meticulously write it down in sheepskins and store it as a book for their own personal use or for the use of the temple or for the use of the families. This particular book of the law was written by Moses own hands. We already saw in Deuteronomy chapter 17 verse 18 that whenever a new king begins his reign he shall write for himself a copy of this law in a book from before the priests the levites. So here when they say I have found the book of the law it means that even the priests had neglected the book of the law of the Lord. This is the same book that Deuteronomy chapter 31 in verse 9 we see Moses wrote this law and delivered it to the priests the sons of Levi who bore the ark of the covenant of the Lord and to all the elders of Israel. Shaphan the scribe read it for himself and then it says he read it before the king. So the word of the God started spreading. Even today when we find, read and spread the word of the Lord as we are doing right now, we can expect a great revival and a renewal in our own lives and in the lives of those whom we touch. In the same way, in the New Testament age after Jesus Christ, we see the same thing happening where the book of the law of the Lord that is the Bible was not available for the common man almost through a thousand years of the dark and the middle ages when the word of the Lord was trapped in only one language that is Latin it was in the year 1100 when a man named Peter Waldo was born in France he was a great wealthy merchant and a man of great means But then one chance encounter with a ballad artist who was singing a life of a saint struck him deep in his heart and then another incident where while they were talking among friends one of his friend was struck by a heart attack and fell down on his feet and died and Peter Waldo was taken aback and started thinking what would happen if we were to die and what would be the eternal consequence Thus he wanted to learn the scriptures the word of the lord but then they were not available in the language that he knew so he commissioned two priests to convert the latin bible into the common man's language of romance he is credited with providing the first translation of the bible in a modern language outside of latin similarly the first handwritten english language bible was produced in the 1380 by a man named john wickliff an oxford professor scholar and theologian his tradition was further actively promoted by a man named john huss in the years 1400s all these men faced a lot of persecution for bringing the word of the lord to the masses They were indeed subjected to great torture and even burnt at the stake for bringing the word of the Lord to the people. In 1450s, Johann Gutenberg invented the printing press and the first book ever to be printed was a Latin Bible in Germany. And then came a man named William Tyndale who is called the captain of the army of reformers. He was the first man to ever print the New Testament in the English language. He was a great scholar who knew eight languages. And then in the 1500s came Martin Luther with his famous 95 theses that would change and alter the foundation of the church altogether. And there were a whole host of other men who were very instrumental in bringing the Bible to its present state where everybody has access to the Bible freely. So how do we treat the Bible today? Have we forgotten it just like in those days of King Josiah? It says a lot for everyone who is listening now because each one of you want to read and understand the Bible just like how King Josiah did. He wanted to read it and understand God's word. 
So coming back to 2 Kings 22, we read in verse 11, Now it happened when the king heard the words of the book of the law that he tore his clothes. The hearing of the Lord's word did a great spiritual awakening within King Josiah's heart. It had a great impact on him that he tore his clothes. Tearing one's clothes in those days was a sign of great and strong expression of conviction and grief. The very same thing happens even today when a person reads a bible and the word of the lord convicts him or her that they feel the necessity to tear open their hearts and render it unto god verses 12 and 13 tells us the king commanded hilkiah the priest ahikam akbor shaphan and azaiah to go inquire of the lord for me for the people and for all of judah concerning the words of this book that has been found for great is the wrath of the lord that is aroused against us because our fathers have not obeyed the words of this book to do according to all that is written concerning us king josiah knew that because judah and all its people have gone wayward from the lord starting from his own father and grandfather they deserved judgment from god so where did they all go verse 14 tells us that they went to hulda the prophetess the wife of shalom the son of tikwa so we see here once again that god is no respecter of persons or sexes he treats everyone alike both in the old testament as well as in the new testament god's standards never changes he is still the same yesterday today and forever god uses those men and women who earnestly seek him and keep his commandments and want to serve him wholeheartedly so one might wonder here why did they go to the prophetess hulda instead of the other prophets namely jeremiah or or the prophet zephaniah who were ministering during these times if you remember isaiah had a wife who was also a prophetess isaiah had two sons and both of them as he says in chapter 8 verse 18 here am i and the children the lord has given me we are signs and symbols in israel from the lord almighty who dwells on mount zion and he also talks about his wife the prophetess and how she gave birth to his second son and the lord asked him to name him maher shalal hashbaz which means spoil quickly plunder speedily that is destruction is imminent so he carried this forward to the king ahaz during that point of time but unfortunately ahaz would not listen so king josiah must have known all these from the records of the kings so that's the reason he sent in for a prophetess just like how the prophetess the wife of isaiah brought forth this answer from the lord verses 18 onwards we see lord's word to king josiah the lord said concerning the words which you have heard because your heart was tender and you humbled yourself before the lord when you heard what i spoke against this place and against its inhabitants that they would become a desolation and a curse and you tore your clothes and wept before me i also have heard you says the lord surely therefore i will gather you to your fathers and you shall be gathered to your grave in peace and your eyes shall not see all the calamity which i will bring on this place so if josiah had not listened to the lord if he had not got convicted or if he had not repented and torn his clothes probably the judgment would have come during his time itself but then since he repented before god and did everything that was what was right and did not lean to the left or the right but walked in the way of the lord the lord also heard him what a great truth that is the lord hears us and he sees us and he knows us and he wants us to be his children and walk in his ways 
so that we might be blessed through him the lord also says that his heart was tender his heart was not hardened like the heart of pharaoh of egypt by tender he means that his heart was receptive to the words of the lord today are our hearts receptive to the words of the lord let's introspect ourselves may god bless these words amen